Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, a positive productivity mentor who helps you to get back in control of your time and energy so that you can do and pursue the things you love. Today I have an episode which is a little bit different to usual. It's not an interview, it's not a solo episode, it is a mentoring episode. So it's a chance for you to kind of listen live in on what a mentoring call might sound like. Now obviously it's a little bit different because we knew that we were recording a podcast so obviously usually I wouldn't be like hey introduce yourself to the listeners Um, but Natalie who I'm mentoring is so wonderful. She's someone that I met in an accountability business group which is a a program called On It which is run by Alice Benham, my lovely business coach. So I've met her in there and we've been talking a lot about productivity in our group and I invited her to be a podcast guest and a kind of mentee podcast guest so she was really up for that and we had a great conversation and I helped her to set some action points surrounding her productivity we talk a little bit about what she struggles with and um, yeah hopefully it'll be really interesting for you to listen in on and um, Natalie's wonderful she's got so many great ideas and great projects that she wants to pursue Um, sometimes maybe trying to pursue too, too many things at once but That's what we discussed in the call. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Hi, Natalie. It's great to have you on the podcast today for this episode. Um, I'd love you. Hello. I'd love you to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a bit about what you do and what your business is. All right. So I'm Natalie and um, I used to be a corporate web designer in London. So in the centre of London. So I used to work for like banks and media companies and agencies And then I just decided after a couple of years that I wanted to, you know, go it alone. And I just started um, doing my own thing. Although um, I was doing my own thing, like designing websites for like friends and family, just on the side hustle and Mm. actually doing it for free until my mom said, look, why are you doing this? (laughs) So it was actually my mom that kind of said, well, you need to start charging people for what you do because it's something that you're good at. Mm. And um, that's when DNA Creative Designs was born. And yeah. at first it was actually DNA Web Designs. But mm. thought, because I'm also into graphic design, I might want to branch into something else. So I think it's one of those things where I wasn't really thinking about the name properly. So I just, <laughs> oh, it just sounds good. DNA Creative Designs. I didn't think about how the URL would be for people. <laughs> so um, I've just been doing that really. And since then... Um, uh, well, I have a um, a chronic illness that kind of took me back a bit from actually doing much mm. to do. But um, now that I've kind of got, you know, my health kind of under control, um, I'm just slowly starting to build up the business a bit and make it into more like a full-time thing now. So yeah. I, I keep saying make it, in, it is a full-time thing. So <laughs> I'm just solely putting everything into it. But I think it's just the nerves of, oh my God, I'm actually, you know, I'm doing this by myself. I'm finally, you know, mm. so yeah, that's really, much, that's really it about me. Yeah, that's amazing. So like considering then, because this is kind of a mentoring episode, I suppose yeah. I want to kind of ask you a little bit about like, so what does your kind of like time and what kind of things take up your time at the moment? Because I know obviously you've got your creative business yeah. then you've also I suppose got to kind of account sometimes for things like with your MS and yeah. kind of account for that so like what other things kind of take up your time or how does your kind of productivity look at the moment um I'll say obviously the I've got two kids um, yeah 
my youngest is four going on to five and my oldest is nine and um, they're very active and they want to play all the time <laughs> it's kind of just like trying to find that balance because I do feel guilty that oh I've got to work I've got to work mm. he does help out a lot and stuff like that so that's great but you know at the end of the day it's it's those memories that I mean all this work is really for them so what's the point I have to make time for them as well so I think it yeah but when they're at nursery one's at nursery and one's at school you know that's when I have to really use that time and I also think mm. that when they're asleep as well that's the best time to also get stuff done but I'm just the way my illness is at night time there's no way I can stay up late but no. I do do early mornings quite well so I just thought in order to do early mornings I need to go to bed early so yes <laughs> when they go to sleep and then wake up early and just do some power hours before you know yeah yeah. So at the moment then, kind of how are you, because I know that you're also, you're on, in the same kind of program as me, like accountability program yeah. under Alice Ben, which is how we met. Mm-hmm. And then you're also doing another one of her courses, mm-hmm. kind of foundations first to get you kind of looking at, yeah, the foundations of your business and things. Yeah. But what I want to know is kind of when do you kind of work on your business so I know you said you have like power hours Mm. and things like that do you find you're just kind of trying to grab time wherever you can to work on it yeah to be honest it is like that just whenever I can get the time Mm. Um, I've actually started putting checklists in place and stuff like that and just allocated times in the afternoon like I said like when the kids are away yeah those times um usually in the afternoon uh, sometimes in the morning but at the same time I think another thing that does get me is that because my son is going to start reception he's going to start school in September mm. um, I want to get him kind of ready so making sure those ABCs want to <laughs> and then also my daughter that I'm you know she I want to get into a good grammar school so she's got the 11 plus and mm. got tutors that give her all this homework and so you have to spend four to six hours on homework a week so we have to dedicate time for that then the children's activities you know I don't even know how I'm moving (laughs) I don't know I I don't understand I mean you must just have like an extra reserve of energy when you become a parent I don't understand how they do it because I'm exhausted looking after myself sometimes but yeah it's a lot to contend with so I suppose yeah it's difficult because with your business you probably feel like you're kind of just grabbing time when you can and it's good that you're starting to use checklists so do you know what you're going to be doing before you sit down to work? I'm really working on that one I really hate the whole oh actually um let me just write it down as I go as the day Mm. I really hate that because you can just end up doing other things and you get distracted I like I've done it like once or twice Mm. I'm really trying to keep with that it's just like on a Saturday evening or Sunday just use some time there just to plan out the week so you know like when Monday comes along you can just look at your list you've got exactly what you said you're gonna do and you just get on with it but at the moment it's just kind of a bit over the place yeah do you ever feel like you get that kind of um I know for me, if I haven't kind of planned out things in advance and I kind of go into the week, maybe not aware of what exactly I'm going to be doing, I feel a little bit kind of like all over the place and I like flip from one task to another and don't really give things my full focus. Yeah, definitely. And I think the thing that gets on my nerves is like not doing the productive stuff. Just mm. that is just there. And it's just like, oh, I've been busy all day. What have I actually done? 
that's helped my business. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so annoying. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it's those things that maybe like we don't always remember to do or like, but yeah. they are quite important. And like things like for me, I am I can be quite bad at like sitting down to content plan and like content create, like it has to be in my schedule yeah. or I'll suddenly be like, wait a second, I have no idea what I'm going to post. Yeah. So it's one of those things that, yeah, I suppose you have to start building the habit. Like you say that, you know, sitting down on a Saturday or Sunday to kind of plan the week yeah so I guess because this is like a mentoring call and kind of a live thing for people to kind of hear a little bit more about what it's like to be mentored by me mm-hmm. what is it you want to kind of focus on in this in this session I would say because my time is really really hectic just mm. just tips on how to be you know much more productive with my time mm. do you think maybe more kind of focused on what you're going to be doing as well yeah, because I think mm. if I don't get any of that down, then I'm just literally just looking, I don't know, in, looking at the wall, thinking, what the hell did I say I was going to do today? And I have <laughs> so many things that I have to do, but because I haven't written it down anywhere, it just, mm. it just gets lost. Yeah, definitely. So what kind of things then are you having to do at the moment, kind of mainly, I suppose, with your business? And I know that you have a lot of other kind of little projects that you like want to pursue as well. So can you yeah. tell us about that? Um... I want I actually did want to do a podcast um because I wanted to help um small business small medium businesses um try to get online um mm. in the most smoothest way as possible like they don't have websites or they're looking for redesigns so it's kind of just giving them tips because um what web designers we tend to do is like we talk to each other about how to get clients and um you know, the best ways of getting clients and what we should do when we get clients, but no one really educates the clients on what they need to prepare for when they, mm. you know, hire a web designer. And it is a process. A lot of people don't know. Um, sometimes you would think, oh, um, I'm actually, uh, I need a website, but I don't know what I want. But we're on websites every single day. And you can, it's just like, you can easily look at a website and look at something similar but they don't know. They think it's something a bit more technical. So mm. um, having that podcast will just kind of give them tips exactly what they need, how to prepare and stuff like that. So I want yeah. a podcast for that, but I wasn't sure if that's what people really need. So mm. I've kind of just done all these, I've set up all these IG lives <laughs> to do something similar to that, to see the interest in it before I yeah. all blown into a podcast. Yeah, that's a really good idea. It's good to kind of explore it a little bit more in other formats as well, I think, yeah. because I mean, a podcast, I mean, I'm saying from from my experience, it, it, you, I've tried to make it as simple as possible, but it's still like a decent amount of work. Yeah. And I suppose, would that pull your kind of attention away from working, you know, for clients and like making businesses, um, making websites for businesses and kind of Pull, I suppose pulling money in a in a way. Yeah, definitely, it would mm-hmm. because um, I've actually um, I was doing like a, kind of like a video vlog thing on mm. YouTube about um, my experience with my chronic illness, and um, I only managed to do two videos, and <laughs> I realised there was no time. There was the editing and all of that stuff I didn't even consider, and then mm. clients needing my time, you know, for designing websites. So definitely, it's something, but. Um, I've decided that I was, you know, I've started partners, having a partnership with other designers that we can work together, kind of like collaborate. So, um, I can give some of my projects to them and, um, just to just kind of 
it's more like an outsourcing thing, but at the mm. same time, it's a partnership. So I can focus on other aspects of my business than just, you know, doing the design um, side of things. But I'm kind of planning so many other things in order for me to do those things. And it's just, oh, it's, <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. The list sounds like it never ends. I know when we talk about like what we've been up to for the month in our accountability group, <laughs> you're always like, and I want to start this and I'm going to do this and I probably will be doing this. Are you someone who just like likes to just add projects and projects and projects? I get really excited about things. I think that's the thing. I get so excited that I don't. Yeah. And it's just like the things that I got excited about, something else has come along. It's like I've got a new tool. And then I'm playing with it for a while. I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. And then something else comes along. I haven't finished what I was doing before. So just like, I just feel like there's never enough time in the day. Mm. I think maybe it's that that feeling of being left behind. It's like, if I don't do it now, uh, everybody's doing it and I'm still here. But I have to realise that I know that with my illness, it, it has like its limitations. And I know things mm. longer, like things that could take about a month for somebody it could take about three months for me, but I never kind of get that in my head. I'm just always kind of my own worst enemy. Like, I can do that. I can do that. I can do all of these things. And it's just like, no, it's not working. It's not working. Yeah. It's almost like, I think sometimes we have almost too high expectations of our productivity and what we're capable of and I think we kind of forget you know even when we're completely able-bodied and we don't have you know chronic illnesses holding us back as well to contend with we still kind of forget like oh actually I'm a human that needs rest and relaxation and like time to switch off and I can do everything but I can't do everything at once yeah exactly so how do you find when you kind of you know you've got your kind of I suppose basic like business of web design and Mm -hmm. working for your clients and you know I suppose are there things there where you want to kind of improve and like develop have you got things going on with that that you need to work on I think it's more of the onboarding side I've been sitting on this a lot but um it's the proposals that I want to do because um Soon after I get a client interested, I'll mm. want to know the how much the project's going to cost. And sometimes, if I don't have my template, I don't. That's the thing that's really annoying because I don't have a template. It takes a little while for me to get back to them because I need to do all the costs. How long is this project going to take me? All mm. the requirements that they've said they wanted and stuff. I just want it to kind of just be like the template is there. It's a general template. It shows the process of what I will be going through to make the website. But at the same time, you'll have like the the packages that they'll pick from. It's yeah. a template for that. So I think it just goes a bit slow. And in that time, you can lose a client to somebody else. Because most of the time, they're just like, oh, uh, just let me know a rough figure. And I really do say to them, it does depend. It's not every size fits all. It's no. just exactly what you, your requirements are, is what I charge and my time and everything. But mm. obviously it's like, okay, but just give me like a rough idea how much. And then it's like, if I give that to you, then you'll think that's the price I'm giving to you. Yeah. It's just like if I had something like a template that's quicker and I can just give that information quickly. So I don't know why it's taking that long, but that, and also just having that onboarding experience. And, you know, because I've had clients that they have taken projects with me and it's kind of like there's no kind of clear direction of where we're going. Right. The first thing is having the client steer you in their direction. You, you, it's your process, so you know what works best for you. So having yeah. that kind of, and it kind of just shows that you know what you're doing as well. 
So they'll follow exactly what the process is that you've put in place. But I don't have that. And I no. really, that's the main thing I want to work on. Okay, then. Yeah. So I feel like that's something quite important because that's something that, you know, is a way that you can kind of, I suppose, set boundaries for your time and kind of streamline a little bit. Yeah. And it's just kind of hopefully like make it easier, make that less of a, of a kind of really a, a job that's going to take up a lot of like energy from you because I think what's quite important you know with productivity it's not just the time it's the energy that it takes as well yeah. so like you say having a template you know that's something that's going to help you mm-hmm. so why haven't we done it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just feel like I don't know if it's in my head it just seems like it's just going to be this long mm. Or I just like think, oh, maybe it's just a small thing that I can just do any time and then other things come along. And then mm. that way, I literally, uh, if you see my to-do list, it's always on there, but it never gets ticked off. And it, I always put it at the bottom of, I've got one of those kind of, uh, I think it's like those A-B method yeah. things, like the daily view. And it has those things at the bottom, like, what will you do tomorrow? And mm. it's always there. <laughs> it's always gonna be tomorrow it's just so I think I'm starting to hate it now yeah like I'm really like getting annoyed that because what gets I think what it is is like when a client comes I panic because I'm Mm. no I haven't done that proposal if I just done the proposal it would just be easier but sometimes like I think one thing that I did that was really really bad I'm not proud of it but I um I kind of told the I think i I gave, I knew the budget that the client said they could afford and I went yeah. higher just to scare them off because I was not ready because because mm. that proposal was not ready. And that's why I realized that, okay, this is really serious because it came a point that I've lost the client on purpose because I, because of that, that, <laughs> you see, I don't even say that, that, that. <laughs> I really need to, I think it'll come a point I have to call it something else because it is actually getting on my nerves. Like, yeah. there. And at the end of the day, I look at my to-do list. I'm like, oh, I got all of this done. And at the bottom, proposed. Is that still there? Yeah. Right. I feel like this is a priority, Natalie. Yeah, it is. The mass- yeah. I, I, there's a really interesting, I, I'm really bad that I don't know the author or like whoever created this, but there's a really interesting um, way of tackling things you don't like called yeah. eat the frog. And the idea is, is that you just do it first thing and get it out of the way. Yeah. And I suppose the problem is, is that this has been hanging over you for, I don't know, weeks, possibly months. months. And it's that, yeah, it's that thing that you know you have to do, but it's like you've built it up and up and up. And like the frog has almost got like bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And you've maybe, it's probably not that big a job. It's probably something that would take you a day, maybe less if you really simplified it. Yeah. But because it's now you know been like moved to tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow it's now feels like this huge monster of a task that you have to tackle Mm -hmm. yeah so what do we actually need to do to do it (laughs) let's do it now i need to give it another name (laughs) yeah fine give it another name we'll rename it (laughs) i don't know hope (laughs) hope okay well, I'll tell you what, we'll let you think of a name for it. So what kind of things, I suppose, basically, all you need to do with it is break down what are the steps you need to do to yeah. get this done, this template? Mm. Um, basically, I want to kind of show the process. Okay. 
like what is done, like what is included in this whole web development project. So it's going to talk about, so when the client is looking through, they're going to, they'll know that um, there's going to be a research stage. There's going to be a design stage where there's wireframes and mock-ups and things like that. And yeah. the implementation and then the the launch. So okay. those different Stop. stages. We've got that first step. So what's the first step is basically just like a kind of, I suppose, like a document mm-hmm. to help the client understand the process. Yeah. There we go. That's one task. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't think this was going to happen this call. <laughs> well, to be honest, I'm actually glad it's happening because I'm starting to wonder if it, this thing was even going to get done. It needs to be done. And I really want, if it was something that I didn't have to do, I wouldn't really care, but... I know yeah. that's really important. And the more I leave it, it just gets worse whenever I just get that that um, notification in my inbox that, oh, there's a new website request. I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> so I really want to stop feeling like that. And I, I yeah. this needs to get done. Yeah, I think it's so important. When there's a task that's hanging over you, it can just really like eat away at you and make you feel like even though you're getting lots of other things done, it's that constant reminder of like, I've not been productive in that specific space and it's getting me down. So we need to get rid of this task. We need to get through it. Mm -hmm. The other option would be to completely let go of it and just completely ignore it and just say, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, I've done that. But then right. when, that thing, when that request comes, then it all comes back and I feel really guilty. It's like, why mm. did you do that? That was so silly. And that, it, it's the same cycle over and over again. So yeah. I, I need to, I think. We need to burst out of it. Yeah, because I think that's what's actually stopping money coming into the business. And mm. the for business that I'm putting my all in now, because I've only really just started in March yeah really putting my whole full time in it and stop thinking it as a side hustle anymore so yeah. now I have to be serious as a business and I have to be serious about it definitely okay so we've got step one which is all you're going to need to do is outline the stages for the client yeah that that good we happy with that mm-hmm. so how are we going to do that um write it out in the document yeah nice done how long do you think that might take you um I would say probably about 20 minutes 20 minutes yeah that's pretty fast we could do that mm-hmm. not now obviously but we can add that to the list okay I'm just gonna put like a I'm gonna put the time estimates you've put just just out of interest as well mm. so what would be kind of the next stage what what would you need next for that um, onboarding process the onboarding process kind of um I would say because I, I give them access to this Kind of, I wouldn't have to discuss. I think I would say a customer relationship management system. Okay. Where they'll have their own kind of area in there. So any documents, um, because you know, like when you're dealing with clients, you've got all these emails and stuff mm. everywhere. So this is kind of like a storage space where they can put all their documents and stuff like that. All their, yeah. So just basically adding them onto that system is one of the first things as well. Yeah. And you already have that system set up? I have it set up. Yeah. Well, there we go then. So I suppose it might just be like a, I'm not sure how, so how would you give them access? Just like create an account kind of thing or? An account will go straight to their email and then they can put their own login in and then they'll have access to all the, because I design how um, their kind of space is in there. So they'll have a place for documents, a place where they can even book meetings with me, like if they need things like that 
Um, if the proposal changes, if there's new changes, then there's a document in there that, you know, they'll have to sign and stuff like that. So it's just an area for them to communicate with me in terms of documents and stuff. That sounds really, yeah, sounds really good. So that's kind of already set up, is it? It's just giving them access? Yeah. I think the main thing is all those other things have all been set up. It's just that, you know, the proposal is the main thing. Okay. So the proposal then, what kind of things need to go into, is that kind of like a big document? It's not meant to kind of thing. Big. It's kind of just have like um, case studies of work that's been done before so they can kind of see how the process works. And um, yeah, different packages that suit their price. Because we obviously will agree on a price range, but then yeah. I have packages on there for them to choose which one um, suits them best. Mm. Yeah. And so then- do you already have your packages? Yes, I have my packages. You have your packages. Yeah. So I guess we also need like a, a document showing the different ones or, or yeah. even a, a page. I don't know. Yeah. That yeah. Would- so we need some kind of document just outlining the different packages I'm writing these down by the way (laughs) and then the proposal then is that um do you kind of mean that's almost like a little bit of a portfolio kind of thing or yeah I think it's kind of it's almost like an a kind of like the agreement so we will have a discussion first so once right like a discovery call and they've said actually um like so I've gone back and I've 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 um I figured out how much it will cost because they've given mm. me a budget and I've kind of worked out how much it's going to be for me. Then um, proposals, oh, I see. them, um, they've agreed to everything and yeah. what they're going to get. And this is the proposal. So they haven't agreed yet, but um, they've agreed on what the price range is. So yeah. the proposal will be for them to look at. They choose their package and then they'll decide, yeah, actually, I do want to go ahead with it. I've picked this package. Let's begin. Nice. Without that proposal, uh, what I was doing before, I was just throwing things at them like, okay, this is the price. And they wouldn't understand, oh, how come it costs that much? But the proposal mm. is out everything, why why it all makes sense that costs that way. And that's why they understand more. And I, one of the things that um, I don't do anymore is just give them a proposal and then just wait for them to sign it. I actually mm. call with them. So if they have any questions uh, about it, then they can ask me there. So that's also there for them. Yeah, yeah. So okay, be a big document. I don't know why it's just taking this long. (laughs) I suppose the thing is as well. Like, are you approaching it as one big task? I think so. I think Mm. it was meant to be a small thing, but I think because in my mind I thought, oh, that's small. I can do it. Let me leave it. Let me leave. It's become this Mm. in my head now. Yeah. So it's not a task even that's that big. Mm -hmm. It's just something that is kind of not a particularly, I suppose, engaging necessarily or interesting. You just, it's kind of just sitting down and doing it and it's kind of maybe lacking the motivation to do it and maybe, maybe a little bit of self-control as well because you're just like, well, I'm not that bothered about it. I don't really want to have to do it. Exactly, that's it. So, yeah. So we have a kind of basic, I have a basic like structure written out. So you're just kind of outlining the stages for the client giving them access to their like system, their customer relationship kind of system. Mm. You have a little discovery call with them. There's like an agreement. You give them a proposal and then outline the packages and I suppose their options for working with you. Yeah. And then that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sounds simple. <laughs> it It is. This is the thing. I think we often <laughs> overcomplicate things. Yeah. Mm. So when you're working... 
on your business. Mm. What about, I'm, I'm interested to start looking at setting some action points for you to kind of move forward and hopefully, you know, well, no, get this done. Not hopefully we will be getting this done. Yeah. So what kind of ways, because I know that you say when you sit down to work, sometimes it's maybe not so focused because you've not kind of maybe thought about what you need to be doing mm-hmm. in advance. So I'm interested to hear what kind of things do you think would help you to to work in a more focused way? I know you mentioned kind of possibly like sitting down at, you know, a weekend or kind of planning a rough thing of the week. Uh, Yeah, I think you'll probably just be um, using those weekends, those Mm. quiet times um, after the kids' activities and they get a bit chilled out and they're sitting down quietly doing their own thing that's the mm. time I could be using but usually I'll either be watching something on tv or looking at my phone but those <laughs> times that I should be using that would definitely set me forward just mm. everything out how long do you kind of foresee yourself like if if you were to do that how long would you foresee it taking if you were just going to like kind of write out a list for example or kind of do a quick plan of the next day nothing just about an hour and a half really yeah because I like to reflect on what I'm doing because I'm really realistic am I really going to do that I I just sit down and I think about it and when it's quiet I tend to just focus more because it just takes one thing to just get me distracted and I literally get excited about something else and I forget what I'm doing and it's just another Mm. so it's very important those quiet times I use them productively yeah I'm talking more about um you know when you're kind of maybe making a list or like making a quick plan for what you're going to be work on working on is that do you mean that takes like like an hour and a half yep it takes an hour and a half really Mm -hmm. yep do you I'm interested like that's interesting to me do you feel like that's quite difficult for you to then sit down and do that because it's such a long time. Uh, no, because no. I, I get really excited. About okay. <laughs> about all the things that I really want to do. So maybe yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I, I put down and I just, okay, I can do this on Monday from this time to that time. And mm. I just literally just plan it out. And then I look at it and I reflect on it. Like, am I really going to get that done? And then I move it around. Mm. Literally, that's what it's like. It's like a whole thing. It's like a whole process. Yeah, on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mainly on a Sunday because Sundays are more quiet. I just sit there and just figure it out for the week. Yeah. Just- and when you do that, does it all go to plan? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of it does, but not all of it. Because, okay. you know, life always gets in the way. So it's just like, oh, I'm going to do it this at this time. And then I get a call from my son's nursery saying that mm. I'm feeling well, you have to come and pick him up. Like, But no, that that's not what my plan said. My plan said that he's not due to be picked up until <laughs> so it all goes. Yeah, it doesn't always go to plan. But the good thing is that I have it there. In front mm. of me and I have something when I don't have something. That's when everything goes crazy because you think that you've you've done you know, that feeling like you've got all these things that you need to do and then mm. you get so overwhelmed you just can't remember what it is and then you realize you haven't done anything at all mm. but I really need to have that plan in front of me because at least if I don't get certain things done at least I know I got some of the things done mm. yeah, yeah. What, so when things like that happen like you know for example often with kids unexpected things happen like oh so and so is not well you have to come and pick him up yeah 
do you kind of recover from that in terms of being able to go back to focus like later in the week for example or do you find that once it's kind of messed it up it kind of it used to be like that I thought, mm. you know what my day's ruined that's it I'm not doing it anymore it's ruined <laughs> but now it's kind of like if um I, it does get interrupted I just move on to the next task that was there and then um, if there is time at the end of the day that I can just squeeze it in and fine if not then I just move it on to the next day yeah yeah that sounds good I I'm a little bit like shocked at how much you plan like I, do, I don't think I could sit down for that long and I've like literally built a business on planning but fair play. I mean if it if it works for you and if you find it helpful to kind of reflect and move things around then I guess that's good but yeah, yeah I suppose it's maybe do you feel like you do that enough like do you do it you don't do it every week yet or you need to kind of get back to it I've been consistent with it for the past three weeks now which I'm happy about nice so I'm hoping that it continues that way because it's it's working things yeah. are moving because I think like we're in our coaching group and uh, I realized like oh my goodness I've done a goal I've, I've actually completed <laughs> I did it and I didn't I couldn't even celebrate it because I didn't realize that I've, I've actually completed that goal that I you know I've been planning so it's yeah. mostly working so yes. I want to stick with it yeah I definitely have noticed you know on your Instagram and stuff you I'm not saying that you're not doing work behind the scenes, but I feel like I can see work happening as well. So I feel like that's a really good indicator when other people are noticing as well. Like, oh, Natalie's getting some stuff done. I can see her doing it. So it's obviously working. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess then this weekend when you're planning, Mm -hmm. what are you going to be adding to the list? Um, What we just discussed. uh, well, the proposal, you see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to avoid it so much it like leaves my brain as soon as we've talked. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely. What do you think about trying to tackle it in those separate stages rather than one big day? Or would you rather kind of, I suppose, dedicate almost a whole block of time to kind of getting it out the way? Um, I think I might just um, dedicate a whole block of time because if. Mm bit by bit I think I'm still going to be in that same rat race with this proposal yeah so yeah I just because the thing is once it's done everything in that template is fine there the only thing that changes is the 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 client's details what they want Mm. only thing yeah the thing is I think that's what annoys me as well because it's not just the web design proposal there's one for a logo and there's one for web website maintenance as well Mm. yeah so. so there's a lot there's a few things you've got to do but I suppose it's yeah. maybe yeah like you can start with the main one yeah and you can what you can do as well if you've got kind of past proposals and things that you've sent off to people kind of yeah. you know use bits of that like see okay like well I used it like that I'll just pretty much kind of copy it from there yeah. and I think what's good to remember as, as well is like yes you can make this you might decide actually it's not quite right, but then you start using it and then maybe you adapt it for the like the first client who gets this whole kind of onboarding process. Yeah. And then you can change it and it's something that you can keep developing. And it's not just like you do it once and that's it. You have to use it exactly like that. I suppose once you've set the groundwork for it and got a basic template, you can develop it and make it even more user-friendly and useful for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah okay then so yeah we've got our action point you're gonna this weekend you're gonna plan mm-hmm. and next is when do you think you can get the get it done by I'm gonna aim for next week 
Okay. Yeah. So by the time this podcast is out, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really going to lay the accountability on you. So by the time this podcast is out, which is not going to be the next Monday, it's going to be the Monday after. Well, definitely. So the 28th. 28th. Okay. The 28th of June. Mm-hmm. It will be going out. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. So now you've got the accountability in place, Natalie. Yeah. I'm going to get on with it and it's going to, and I'm going to be free. Because right yes. now I feel like I'm in this proposal jail and yeah. it's time to go now. It's release date. Yeah. 28th of June. And we'll be all checking in then. Everyone, everyone listening will be like, has she got it done? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to let us know. We'll have to do a live or something later in the week. We'll have to talk about how you got it done. Okay. That'll be great yeah well it's been lovely to have you I hope this has been helpful I hope you're feeling a little bit more fired up ready to get this out the way I'm so ready thank you so much you're so welcome and yeah it's been lovely to kind of you know connect with you on our accountability journey together as well so I don't know if you want to just tell everyone like you know where they can find you I know you mentioned at the beginning but um how they can work with you well don't expect a proposal (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can find me at, um, well, you can find me on my Instagram page at, um, see, this is why I, I don't know why I called it official DNA creative designs. Yeah. My website at the moment is closed. See, that's another project again. Yes. Refreshing my website. So at the moment it's not, uh, it's not working, but if you go to my Instagram, um, page, link in the bio, you can request a website, logos, or you can just contact me in general. It's all there. Yeah. Official DNA Creative Designs. That's fab. I'll put it in the description. Thanks so much, Natalie, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So there we go. That's kind of what it's like being mentored by me. I know uh, sometimes I'm there to ask tough questions and uh, make things a little bit uncomfortable and get the answers. But um, yeah, it was really good to talk to Natalie. And today is her deadline so yeah it'll be interesting to see how she's got on with those action points I'm going to be messaging her and um, seeing what she does and I'll be sharing things on Instagram so make sure you're following me at Stationery Magpie and I'll put all links and stuff in the description below below I don't actually know where it is it could be below could be to the side who knows but I'll put all the links and if you're interested in being mentored by me yourself so if you feel like you need some positive productivity mentoring then you can get in touch and we can book in a free inquiry call so I offer two packages which is a one-off productivity boost call where we basically do what I did in this call we get back in control of someone's productivity we figure out what it is that makes them work productively and what doesn't work for them and we help set a strategy or a plan Um, perhaps it's relating to a specific project or perhaps it's just related to general better time management So you can book in in an inquiry call, link is in the description and um, we can have a chat. As always, follow me on Instagram, tell me what's going on, slide into my DMs, I love hearing from you and if you enjoyed the episode, please like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you can do on your podcast listening platform. But now all that's left for me to say is to have a wonderful, creative, productive day.